Podcast. My name is Sean Clark, and Scott Painter is with me today. We and have a full house. We do. Yeah, we have somebody else in studio with us today. Man of the hour. The man of the hour. The man who preached last week, none other than Danny Martinez. Woo! Danny is here with us today. Hello. How are you doing, man? I am good. Good to be back on here. I know. It's good to have you. Yeah, I enjoy the intro music. It's always like... Bang, bang. I know. It's just, just really that, upbeat. It is. <laughs> it's yeah, awesome. It's, it's a throwback to like the 70s. Yeah. Is yeah. what yeah. we said. It's yeah. really good. A little bit of a takeoff of... Um, celebrate good times right yeah that's you know? okay that's yeah. what it reminds yeah, me of it's yeah of, it's kind of like that that's cool so. and that's helps good. put a new song in my head after what you played for me earlier on a bad sax oh solo. my oh, goodness no so there's there's all these videos out there and every once in a while people will send me these videos of like like worship fails have you ever yeah. seen those like where the drummer like has the drum set like you know implode on him or something or oh, the sticks go flying yeah, when he's yeah, playing yeah. <laughs> just use your hands yeah, yeah yeah so so there's there's one where it's it's a basically it's a really kind of you know solemn moment in the service and and then the guy's gonna break out the saxophone and play you know give thanks with a grateful heart oh, but no. i think he starts in the wrong key or something oh no so <laughs> It wasn't really good. It, oh, no, no. I don't even know if it was a joyful noise. No, that's, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway. that's painful. But, uh, yeah. Have you ever had? Have you ever had something? Have you ever had a worship fail for you? Uh, yeah, two times. When okay, well, uh, just as a drummer, and you're playing, and you're getting really into it, and yeah. when your stick falls, I usually have a yes. backup set right there. Yeah. But this one, I actually threw at the congregation. Did you really? So it was really. Out? Yeah, I just like. <laughs> Were they sleeping? No, that would have been a good wake-up call. And uh, and then the other one was just my guitar strap just like gave out, and oh. my guitar just you know, it was horrible. I've yeah. had the I've had the guitar where where I got I was walking off stage and I just put my guitar like in the um, guitar holder. Is that what they're called stand? Yeah, and I didn't put it in right, so like. It, it started to fall. Oh, yeah. And then it was like that. And, and yeah. at that point, there's nothing I could do. Except yeah, you just watch it fall. It fall yeah. yeah. Helpless. There was one time, we had two services back in Chicago. And uh, and one time I was, I thought I thought the sermon was over. Because mm-hmm. we, I went down for Sunday school and I was going to come up at the end to get some stuff ready for the second service. And it was just a quiet moment in the sermon, and I didn't know it. Oh. So I just walked right out on stage. Nice. Like, while the guy was preaching. (laughs) (laughs) But he was just, like, quiet for a moment. So I was like, oh, I'll go out there real quick. And I was like, oh, the church is just looking at me. It's the blooper reel. Get off the the stage. Yes, I've been known to to have some failures. None (laughs) of them I don't think are recorded, though, so... That's the bad thing about that you know of. Yeah, yeah. Someone's yeah. got dirt on me yeah. somewhere. Right. It's funny. Anyway, so hey, I want to let you know, Scott. Thank you for bringing me donuts yesterday. You're welcome. I yes. imported those from the great country of Canada. From Canada. Can gonna, you guess where? I'm gonna that interject be? here. How come I didn't get a donut? Yeah, I know. Oh. Which, which, but you're a frequenter. I am. Tim yes. Hortons. Yeah. Timmy Hoes. I've moved here like 16 months ago, and everybody's like, "Oh, wait till you get some Tim Hortons." I'm like, "Yeah, I can't wait." And then no one's gotten me. Yeah, oh, that's funny. We got him some Timbits. Nice. Assorted Timbits. When good. when Canada first opened, I did go up there and I grabbed like two boxes, I think, of Timbits, and I left them for the Sunday morning equipping hour. Yeah. yeah. And then I oh, came yeah. back because yeah. I'm like, "Oh, maybe they'll be. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. Just, oh, those yeah. those go down so easy." <laughs> So, Danny, what's your favorite Tim Hortons donut? Uh, I like, I just like sprinkles, anything with sprinkles yeah. on it. I like yeah. the, just, yeah, all good. It does make you feel happy. I know. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just like sugar in general. It's yeah. Kind of a, well, we, we got the Timbits, and I'm supposed to be watching counting my calories and all that, and I couldn't help but get a honey cruller donut because oh, that's yeah. that's my favorite. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So I... I Maybe was, we should leave right now. Yeah. I was busy. I was busy <laughs> yesterday, so I, I didn't get to eat lunch, and then and then Suzanne shows up because she had seen her at school pickup. School, yeah. yeah. And uh, so my wife shows up with all these donuts nice. at 4 o'clock. I'm like... Now I know what I'm gonna eat. You know? Nice. So yep. that was my lunch yesterday. It's a full yeah. meal. You eat, but you, you know, if you don't eat, and then you eat like a donut and only a donut, and you feel good, and then after you're like, what? Like, yeah, I feel so like gross. a slug. I'm like, oh man, I should get like some. Yeah, donut at four o'clock in the afternoon. Leaves in my yeah. tummy or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. But you're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. There'll be more. All right. Good. Yes. I, I'm looking forward to that. They so, make a 50-pack of Timbits. Did no, you know that? No. Yeah. 50? 50. Hmm. That's a lot of Timbits. Do you, do you know what Dunkin' Donuts Next is? Next group yeah. game. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Eat a whole box of... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be gross. Timbits. So at Dunkin' Donuts, they call them munchkins. The, the, the little Dunkin donut holes? The donut holes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we, we would get the munchkins every once in a while back yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about let's talk about the truthfulness of God. Um that's what we were going through a series on God's attributes and you know we're talking about God's truthfulness that truth does exist in the world and so Danny mm-hmm. Danny you had a chance to kind of go swim in the depths this last week so what were some of the things that you enjoyed with you know kind of sermon prep or even just even the message time itself you know? yeah well for me it's uh it's one of those like like this is uh something that I've really been uh passionate about for like since I started um, really following Christ, you know, well, and you're kind of like an apologetics guy. You yeah. Like, you like, apologetics I love apologetics. Stuff, That's know? my, it's my jam. So <laughs> just to be able to explain, you know, at the very, um, base level, what is truth? Uh, cause it's so relevant for our age. We, last night we talked about, in youth group about how you can believe Christianity is really real. We talked about the resurrection and I asked kids to write down questions. And, you know, one of the first questions is how do you know that truth exists? And, so it's really timely. And just to know that, um, you know, one of the attributes of God is his truthfulness. That all truth stems from him, that whatever God's view on anything is, that's the truth. Like, that's that's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. and just to know that is so humbling. So, you know, I don't have to um, try to interpret it in my own reasoning or logic. I just know this is what God says. And as a Christian, this is what I what I have to believe. Yeah. So. Yeah, the way you opened up your sermon, I thought was so good with the with the reference to the Tony Evans quote. Yeah. You know, if you want to know the truth on any subject, just see what God says. Yeah. Right? God's view on any subject is true. Yeah. Right. And so, so, and we've been given we've been given this great resource in in special revelation mm-hmm. with the scriptures, and then even Jesus Himself, who shows up to Pilate and says. I've come to testify to that which is true. Yeah. It's know? like, that's the reason I came is to testify to truth. And, yeah, and, yeah. and then Pilate's just like, yeah, what is that? And walks yeah, what away. is that? And walks away. Yeah. So sad. And I think that's, I think that's the, the rub in our culture. It's mm-hmm. like, well, mm-hmm. you have your truth. I have my truth. And Scott has his truth. Mm-hmm. And um, who are you to say that there is truth? Well, you've established it, that it, that it resides in the character of God. And then he's just, how gracious is he to reveal it to us? Right. So. Yeah. Well, I mentioned that. You know, what good is it knowing that all the truth is found in God, and, but if it were only to stay in his head, like, what good would that do us? Mm-hmm. Zero. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he reveals it to us, 
um, you know, as Christians through his word, like his, his living and active word is amazing. Yeah. And, you know, we see uh, just his, his character and his attributes and, you know, nature. But staying on the truthfulness of God, yeah, yeah. He, he gives it to us in his word. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Scotty? Oh, it, was, it was great after church on Sunday. We went with our life group and we sat in Nate Bosman's backyard for four hours in the sunshine and talked nice. about Danny's sermon. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the word truth, and it's a hot button topic in mm-hmm. society right now. So what is truth and who are you to tell me what truth actually mm-hmm. is? So yeah. I thought the picture that you used in the sermon as an analogy were we're coming up to a 15 mile an hour corner. Yeah. yeah. And so how are you going to interpret that? Well, I don't think I, I know in my heart that I can take that at 50 miles an hour and everything's (laughs) going to be fine. We'll see how that turns out for you. Right. But who are you to tell me that that's the actual truth of that, that speed limit on that corner. So we see that a lot in society right now where everybody's kind of making up their own rules or lack Mm -hmm. of rules or are no rules. And, how does that apply to how we approach Christianity and even evangelizing people? How do you talk to somebody that says there is no truth? There is no absolute. Mm-hmm. How do you talk to them? How do you have a conversation yeah. with them? Yeah. yeah. It's difficult. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a, there's, there's something too that I thought was really good. Like your illustration with the construction paper, you had all these different colors and pieces of paper. Right. And it was obvious to everyone in the room because there's objective truth. That well, there's a couple colors. I wasn't too oh, sure. Wow. About. What is it? Yeah. Lavender brand. Lavender. Wow. Yeah. That's the correct one. Probably. <laughs> but when, when, when you pull up an orange piece of paper and everybody in the room, unless they're colorblind knows it's orange. Right. And you say, no, it's black. Right. It's like, there's, I haven't even talked to you about this yesterday. It's almost like, even though I know it's an illustration, there's right. a there's a palpable awkwardness where it's like, no, it's really orange, Danny, mm-hmm. yeah. and you and you stood your guns. You're like, no, it's black. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, that's and that that's what we're up against. And right. so we live in a world that has truth, and even as Paul writes to the Corinthians in Romans one, we've been given the truth, but we take that and we exchange it for a lie, and then mm-hmm. we suppress it. And that's right. what we see happening in our culture, you know. With you know, you mentioned Supreme Court justices and mm-hmm. and uh, and all the stuff that's happening in our in our culture. It's like we know the truth, but we suppress it. Right. When God has given us the truth that can actually allow us to be set free, is what Jesus says. Yeah. And we've taken it's like no, we'll compress it and craft it in our own image. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, for me, you know, working primarily with with youth, this is. Uh, it's so uh, bombarded on them. And so that's why I'm really passionate about, for me, being well-equipped to be able to teach and, and preach to them what God's Word says. I have students that are right now, they're uh, telling me about their gender confusion. And, you know, I, I don't know, I'm not sure what I am. And so for, for me to be able to direct them to what God's Word says yeah. about um who they are, how they were made to be, and just human sexuality in general yeah. is huge. Yeah. Um, because to to our culture, it's fluid. It's whatever you mm-hmm. want it to be. Yeah. And so that's, it's tough. What I think too is like as humans, we we are interpreters and we want to identify with something. Mm-hmm. And and we want that. If I love John one twelve where it says like, for those who believe in his name, he gave them the right to become children yes. of God. If we don't see wow. ourselves being God's children first, then we're going to try mm. to cling to any identity outside of that. Yeah. That can that can be like the flavor of the month. Mm-hmm. And and it's like, man, I remember I went through phases in high school where 
Um, believe it or not, like I was a punk rocker. Oh, like man. I bleached my hair. I had Suzanne, I would hair. love to see a picture yeah, of you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Proof. You know, yeah. like, and then I went through the grunge scene where it was like I was buying all my clothes at thrift stores, you know, because I thought that's, but it's like, I was I was striving after the wind to find my identity, and it wasn't until like I you know I realized who I was in Christ. Mm-hmm. It was like oh I'm anchored there. Yeah, you know? that's good. So anyway, yeah. truthfulness of God. There's there's good stuff there. I mean your 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 final points are you know you know believe and accept it, but then right. also be on guard. Right? right. Because I think we've kind of talked about that a little bit, but then ultimately we have to just trust in yeah. Him. Trust what he says is true. You yeah. Know, it is so sweet to trust in Jesus mm-hmm. is how we ended the service. Yeah. And that's, that's tough. In, in Romans 1 talks about how, you know, knowing the truth that uh, we suppress it at times. And, and it's not just the unbelieving world, but believers alike. And, and that's, yeah. you know, that's something that we do, again, need to be on guard with. But ultimately trust God in, in the midst of all the, all the stuff going on in the world. So, yeah. 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 Isn't it interesting too? Like you did the word of the year in 2016. Yeah. Post truth. And I'm just like, that it doesn't, even from like an apologetic standpoint, yeah. and like a philosophic standpoint, that statement is a true statement. It's right. a truism, right? Right. Post truth. Yeah. Well, so it's like, it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it's like right. the person that says there is no truth. Well, how do you know that's true? You uh, just, what you just yeah, said. Yeah, that's what you right. just said. Yeah. Is that a true statement? So. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Thank you for preaching on the truthfulness of God. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, um, this week we're going to talk about God's righteousness. Um, the, we're going to call we're, we're saying that God is the righteous ruler and the just judge. So it's a two part series. Hmm. We're going to talk about righteousness this week, and then next week is Mother's Day. We're going to talk about God's love, and then the second part of the sermon is going to be on God's justice. Hmm. And think about hot button issues like. Our world justice. is just like craving right. for justice, yeah. right? And God God says the foundation of his throne is righteousness and justice. So what's the difference between righteousness and justice? And uh, how is that executed by our God who rules his world righteously? Mm-hmm. Because we look around and like, man, this place is really messed up. Yeah. So how is God in control of this? And it'll be fun to kind of tease that out with everybody. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be good. There you go. All right, guys. Cool. Well, good, good, good podcast. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. The more the merrier. Yeah. Three is a right. company. Yeah, there you go. So, all right, we'll see you guys on Sunday for equipping hour. Um, we're going to be talking about how emotions and musical worship interplay with each other. And we're going to be talking about the importance of preaching and emotions in the equipping hour. So that's going to be good. Bring your saxophone. Bring the saxophone. <laughs> there you go. We'll see you guys. <laughs> Take Bye. care. Bye.